Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with me, Vincent DiCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer, and Rollin C. Warren, CareNet's President and CEO. In this episode of CareCast, we'll talk about the recent Supreme Court ruling on the case of Colorado baker Jack Phillips and what it means for religious liberty. So Rollin, we just got some very good news on the religious liberty front. So the United States Supreme Court just ruled um, on a 7-2 to two vote um, in favor of Jack Phillips, the Colorado baker, who refused to uh, bake a cake for a same-sex wedding. Um, the Colorado uh, Civil Rights Commission um, had sued um, for you know that on grounds of discrimination. And uh, as I said, the Supreme Court ruled seven and two in favor of mm-hmm. of Jack Phillips, the baker. Um, Justice Anthony Kennedy wrote wrote the majority opinion. Again, it was a seven-to-two vote. Um, and I think the key sort of phrase that sort of was the turning point um, on this particular decision, um, and again, referring to the uh, Colorado Civil Rights Commission, Kennedy wrote, uh, the commission's hostility was inconsistent with the First Amendment's guarantee that our laws be applied in a manner that is neutral toward religion. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, So, yeah. I, you know, as, you, as, we, as we said, this, this bodes well for uh, religious, religious liberty cases that are in front of the Supreme Absolutely. Court, yeah. um, and especially for our work, uh, the Nifla versus Becerra case, uh, which is going to be decided on probably sometime this month. Yeah. No, I think that's very, very, very significant because, you know, in in that particular case, I mean, essentially what the state of California is trying to do, and I think the act's called the FACT Act. Mm-hmm. Um, Reproductive FACT Act. Yep. Reproductive FACT Act is trying to do is to force pregnancy centers mm-hmm. to refer for abortion. In mm-hmm. other words, it's trying to force speech. It's trying mm-hmm. to uh, force Compelled them, speech. Compelled yeah. speech force them to post mm-hmm. uh, certain things uh, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, offering abortions, uh, handout materials, all those kinds of things, and essentially become, a, uh, in many ways, a marketing arm for the abortion abortion industry. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's a very narrowly constructed mm-hmm. uh, law that mm-hmm. really specifically targets pregnancy centers by the very nature of it, and, and particularly yeah. uh, faith-based or Christian pregnancy centers specifically. Yeah, and I think that's why this particular Supreme Court decision yeah. on the Jack Phillips case bodes well for that for that case for the pregnant in favor of the pregnancy centers. Right, uh, because, because it, why don't we want to refer for abortion? Right, right, because it's a deeply held religious belief. And I think specifically, even in that very wording that Kennedy put into his majority opinion, uh, you know, he said the commission's hostility, and I think you can very easily replace the state of California's hostility, yes. you know, towards these pregnancy centers was, quote, inconsistent with the First Amendment's guarantee that our laws be applied in a manner that is neutral towards religion. And so um, I can very much see the same sort of rationale being used uh, to, f- to rule in favor of NIFLA and, and California pregnancy centers as a result of, again, the hostility of that California law specifically towards pregnancy centers who, because of their deeply held religious belief, right. will not refer for abortions. Yeah, so really no, interesting stuff. Yeah, no, I think it, I think it's a it's a pretty uh, significant decision, and we hope that, that that's going to be a guiding point because that we mm-hmm. expect the decision on the uh, on the NIFLA case um, shortly. Soon, yeah, so, yeah, soon. Certainly during this during this period. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love what the Solicitor General said uh, specifically, who's talking in support of the case to mm-hmm. some degree. He said mm-hmm. accordingly, the government may not enact content-based laws commanding a speaker to engage in protected expression. Mm-hmm. And I think that that really does speak to, mm-hmm. you know, what we're talking about because yeah. the, the California you know, Reproductive Fact Act is a content-based law. They're, right. they're actually giving us specific content mm-hmm. that they're saying we must say mm-hmm. 
or else we'll be fined and essentially mm-hmm. are trying to kind of shed, a, shed us down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we, we think that that's really important. And what we the point we've tried to make is that even if you're a pro-choice person, you should have a problem with the California law. If you don't, mm-hmm. you're kind of short-sighted because mm-hmm. that could mean that a state that is a pro-life state, so mm-hmm. to speak, mm-hmm. could come up with some content-based mm-hmm. law mm-hmm. that could force you as an abortion provider mm-hmm. to have to say. Certain Beyond things, sort right. of medical standards right. and things, but mm-hmm. but content based mm-hmm. uh, in terms of that, and it would be quote forced speech in that particular case as, as well, and right. that obviously violates not just freedom of religious speech, but freedom of speech in, in general, yeah, freedom of conscience, freedom of speech. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. Those, you know, of course, all these things are sort of tied tied together in a lot of ways, but but yeah. So this was so we're we're very very encouraged to hear this news this morning. Um, you know, in and of itself, obviously, for religious freedom, but also in terms of what it, it might signal or indicate for that Nifla versus Becerra case yep. that'll be decided soon. So we will certainly uh, be talking about that when that decision comes comes down as well. Um, and hopefully we'll have some good news around that as absolutely. well. Absolutely. In the meantime, we need to be praying. Yes. You absolutely. know, that, that, that the wisdom will will, <laughs> will, will be in the in the court yeah. and uh, and that, uh, you know, the reason uh, reason arguments that were that were made mm-hmm. uh, in that particular case. And you and you and I were down mm-hmm. there at on the on the steps yeah, of the we Supreme Court yeah. the day of the day that the uh, the, the um, hearing took place. Yeah. Hearing took place. And we were out there in the rain, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of rallying uh, some folks and yeah. things of that nature. And frankly, some folks on the other side were, yeah, they <laughs> were, were there, there as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but we we really feel it's such an important case, not just for pregnancy centers, but also just for religious liberty and, and freedom of speech yeah. uh, across the nation. Yeah, so. absolutely. It, it's very important. So, all right. Well, great thing. Thanks, all right. Colin. All right. You're welcome. Take care. We hope you enjoyed that discussion about the Supreme Court's ruling in that important religious liberty case and what it could mean for the Nifla versus Becerra case regarding pregnancy centers. In the next episode of CareCast, we'll talk about how changes in Title X family planning funding could affect taxpayer funding of abortion. 